Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. Although these are the kind of people that would absolutely choose to induce to get out of something like that. Although that that worked to our advantage. We got to play just the clips we wanted. Yeah. There weren't any follow-ups or elaborations in a way that helped the president or didn't, you know. Yeah. So that was that was fine. Yeah. No, I I I think I think they're doing very well. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shocking. Right. You know, there's no problem with that criminal referral. It means nothing. It's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper. It means nothing. Hi, this is Jody Hamilton. Welcome. Wait, are people listening to us? People, uh, we're recording it too. God damn it. Apparently. You did it to me again. Apparently. I'm spouting nonsense. Whilst I was on the radio this morning. Yeah. They were recording it. Oh, so people actually hear what you said? Lots of them. Like in the millions. It's embarrassing. You might I as well know. have just farted. Yeah, pretty much. Hi, I'm Jody Hamilton. Sitting across from me talking about flatulence is David Shockett. Um, if you want to email us, email us at info at from dash dash bunker dot com. <gasps> As David falls asleep. Um, hi, everybody. So, how are your hearings going? Better for some than for others. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of Thursday, the primetime uh, you know, dancing it's kind girls of and everything? I'm so immersed in it right. that there was no bombshells. Everything is always worse than I expect it to be, so it's not like I was going to be surprised by anything. The new footage didn't strike me as any more jarring as the old footage. Maybe I'm becoming inured to it. It's all jarring, yeah. and if you're not running around with your hair on fire right now, you don't get it anyway. Right. So I'm not sure who the people that this was supposed to convince. I mean, it, I mean, I get you're building a case. Right. It's a, it was an opening argument. Sure. Like you would at a, in a trial. I thought that... It felt to me like it was for an audience of one. No. It's it, for all of us. No, it felt like they were talking specifically to Merrick Garland. He's watching, and he has his staff no, but watching. That, 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 I felt like the presentation was geared to him rather than to the American people large, because so. that's the important thing. How how does making your case to the American people? It changed how how people viewed Watergate yeah, with but the hearings. I don't know if Donald Trump's not on the ballot. That's Nixon wasn't either. He was already in a second term. Sure. So it's yeah, irrelevant. But he, was, but he was in office. He was in office, but. People, you got to remember, in 1973, we also had gas lines. I wasn't born in, before nineteen. Yes, you were. Okay. Um, we had gas lines. We had bad inflation. Think about the, how similar this time period mm-hmm. is to 1973 uh, with gas prices, inflation, inflation, and a crooked president. Sure. Uh, who is not in office, thankfully. Um, the, the, the American people, this public, first off, 20 million people tuned in. At least for television, not counting streaming or radio. Which apparently in this day and age is a lot. It, it, it was more than the NBA finals were. So that's huge mm-hmm. if you think about it. Even Fox Business got a bump in ratings 
because Fox News wouldn't show it. And the initial. And they ran Tucker for an hour with no commercials. Same with Sean Hannity with no commercials. That's a commercial network, the no commercials. Like, we're so terrified mm-hmm. that during a commercial break, you might even take a peep at see, at, to see how complicit we were mm-hmm. in that disaster that we're going to. We're going to lose money for two hours yep. to keep you from doing that. And they never, they didn't increase their viewership. They got their normal 3 million viewers. Mm-hmm. MSNBC got 4.2 million. CNN got 2.86 and yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, it was, people are concerned about You're this. saying MSNBC, and not to mention the regular networks. Right. You're saying MSNBC outperformed. Fox News no, that No, outperformed night. CNN. Yes. That's interesting because it's telling you, it's, you know, it's, it's, what is it? It's to their own crowd. They're, uh, it's, it's, what's the thing playing to your own What's the euphemism? Uh, in a bubble? No, dude. Come on. Work with me. Um, chorus. They're preaching the chorus. Well, I mean... The choir, whatever. But, I mean, 20 million. They only got 4.2 million no, out of the 20. It's interesting of that big chunk that a lot of it was MSNBC, which usually comes in third, especially for large global events, CNN, usually people. That's like the default people. Even in the back of everybody's mind, it's like CNN's the place to go when something really important happens. The fact that MSNBC did better than CNN tells me that it's it's it was much more of a choir audience than usual. Maybe, but CNN also did better than expected that sure. night. So, um, and again, we're not talking streaming services mm-hmm. um, or radio listeners. Um, so, it had I, a minimum of twenty million people sure. witnessed last Thursday's um, hearing, which and which is good because a lot of people do, don't follow it at all. Exactly, and they probably were alarmed by what they saw. Yeah, I mean, watching the the footage, which I think was very smart television producer. Uh, who produced it for ABC. He's an ABC News producer is producing these televised hearings. Um, I think it was the last hearings were more impactful when you're hearing from war room people, from Steppy and from Bill Barr, from the people that are actually his closest confidants, not Democrats, just Republicans. Well, no, they opened with Republicans. My point is that, that to me, that was the most impactful thing of all. Yeah. Saying, yeah, we told him there's nothing here. There's zero chance. The guy from Arizona who got fired for calling it correctly. Who's the president? Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. of the great state of Delaware. He said it with relish. You know? Yes, he did. Um, but the, what I thought on Thursday night, not not yesterday, was that going from the footage of the attack on the Capitol and then going, we're going to go to a recess. That's an impactful mm-hmm. stay tuned for the next half hour of this yep. show. That was smart production television viewer wise, because then all of the talking heads are going to talk about that. Like, oh, my God, I remember. Oh, my God, it's worse. Because there was new footage there. I mean, watching the officer. I heard something recently today. I don't know if it's disturbing or heartening. Mm-hmm. But the Capitol Police were saying we do have no evidence that there were reconnaissance tours. No. One tour. And that was uh, Louder Milks. Okay, got it. Who, oh, they're only saying about that Only tour. about that particular. That tour did not seem to be a reconnaissance that tour. That particular person. According to the Capitol, basically what happened with that was... I don't look at every tour within the last w- week before the... Because right. they seem to have access. Yeah. You know, it's a very Byzantine structure. There are doors that look like they might as well be janitor's closets. Like, you know, I think Schumer's uh, office is very, very nondescript. And people, Nancy Pelosi's pe- People nothing. knew right where to go. They mm-hmm. knew which windows weren't bulletproof, and those are the ones they breached. Well, this, was, this is the um, uh, notification by the Capitol Police today. On January 5th, Representative Loudermilk's group of constituents started at 12 people and then grew to 15. So three people joined the group, uh, entered the Rayburn building at 11 a.m., was met by a staffer. Then they departed um, the building entrance out of camera range, but within the building in the direction of the Rayburn room, which is the representative's office. Mm -hmm. Then they appeared again. It was two hours before they appeared on closed circuit television cameras again. 
that to me is a little suspect. Where are they for two hours? Exactly. In the Capitol. They were in the Capitol, yet somehow in an area that was not covered by cameras. The Why group, is there any area outside of a person's individual office that isn't covered by cameras I agree. in the Capitol? The group reappeared on the closed circuit television system at 1 p.m. So they entered the Capitol. Uh, they entered the Rayburn building at 11 a.m. Then we're again seen finally again at 1 p.m. Uh, they entered the basement of the Cannon House office building um, that has a bunch of exhibits. They entered the basement and looked at an exhibit for like 15 minutes, okay. probably just to make it look like they cared about the exhibit. Sure. Um, and then they uh, spent they spent five minutes at the exhibit, and during that time, uh, the representative separated from them and split. Okay. Then they were they were accompanied by police at that point. You can't just wander the Capitol by yourself. They you have to be a com- now you can't no, go into the tunnels without a lawmaker. They did not go into the tunnels, at least as far as so we know. So you're saying the, cap- the Capitol Police statement is only regarding that one tour? Right. It's not regarding yep. Bobert's tour? It's not regarding yep. Marjorie Three mm-hmm. Toes tour? Mm, nope. Nobody else. It's just Barry Loudermilk. Okay, that's fine. And remember, he denied even doing it. Oh, that's right. Then he had to lie and say, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I gave it to yeah, her. Yeah, he denied. If it was in as innocent as, as it is seems. Is that going to be part of this presentation? Yes. We don't know yet. We don't know. Okay, got it. We don't know. I'm, I'm sure. like, by the way, AR-15... And furious about what's going on right now with the gun. We'll talk about that. Okay. Slow, slow your roll. I can't. Shock it. Slow. I'm gonna your go out and get another cartridge. Roll and load it. Don't you dare. We don't do that here. Um. So yes, this. What's interesting about Loudermilk is that he denied what would appears to be a very innocent meeting. Now. Why would you lie about that? Well, it's the first thing ever about Barry Loudermilk that's been interesting, so let's explore, well, shall why, we? Why would he lie about it if it were innocent? Consciousness of guilt. There you go. So I think, and, the, and nobody's, they're not saying he didn't give them information. He could have easily, they could have been in his office the whole time mm-hmm. where he had maps and video footage that he gave to them mm-hmm. because he can go anywhere in the Capitol. Sure. So, and this is where Nancy Pelosi's office is, and this is where that. What I found interesting the other night in spite of the fact that he did not want to be there, the uh, documentary filmmaker stated that the Proud Boys um, were all dressed in a uniform, basically. He estimated around 250, 250 people, 200 to 300 people, that he didn't expect that many, and that they just did a recon. Basically, they looked at the Capitol, looked around where all the security was, split, had tacos, and then came back when everybody started walking towards the Capitol. They didn't even go to the Ellipse, which tells me, and most anybody else, that um, that was a recon mission. They were sent on a mission. It wasn't a spontaneous thing. And when you watch... Well, do we know the names of all the people on the tour? And did that match up with any of the people that were there on January 6th? Um, that's not in that reporting right now. Most but, likely I mean, the committee has in. that. There's a record of who was on that right. tour. Right. I'm sure that the committee's looking sure at that. Or, okay. or DOJ's looking at it. One, it. Or, one or both. Um, and But the recon, to me, is very telling and then the whole meeting in the the garage it's got to be proved there has to or substantial proof there has to be substantial evidence of it well they there are a couple of proud boys that have pled guilty to seditious conspiracy those are the ones if they were on the tour they're that are, that are going to give up the game because yeah. that's a federal crime and mm-hmm. if you get charged with federal crime you're looking at probably a quarter million in legal fees just to start you're if probably you're looking pleading on, not guilty if sure. you're pleading not guilty yeah. so but, but if you're if you're going to Plead. They're still gonna. They're still gonna be There's stuff. Jail. So right. if you want to cooperate, that's that's the lowest hanging fruit to cooperate with. Yeah, this guy gave us a tour. They showed us this. They showed us this. Yeah. They showed us which building. Here's my text messages doors aren't between fortified. Them. Mm-hmm. They showed us which windows aren't bulletproof, mm-hmm. and they took us right to so and so's office. Mm-hmm. And remember when we looked at the footage again the other night, where they pointed out the stacked 
Proud Boys going in. The stack, oh, the stack formation. The stack formation, which is a military is a plan. military planned thing. You don't. Do, okay, these guys are the look over here guys. We're going to go and do what no, we need the to cra- do. No, the crowd was the uh, the distraction. Exactly. Exactly. Or they what do they call it? They I can't think of words. Distraction. Tonight. That's a good word. Yeah. Words. They're difficult. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I found what I, yesterday I literally burst out laughing when Liz Cheney said in her opening remarks that Rudy Giuliani was inebriated. That all three of us at Stephanie's, we just started laughing. Well, it was backed up because yeah, he was drunk. I mean, he was uh, well, who, who else? Stephanie said he was drunk. Uh, Jason, Jared, Miller, Jason Miller said he was drunk. Jared said it. They They're all, all did. lying. I didn't know. I only drink diet Pepsi. Figures, it's the worst, with, so- with worst scotch. soft drink in the world. Yeah, with scotch. Um, it's, it is it is kind of funny that um, uh, that was the one thing he got upset about. Not anything else. It was that he was portrayed by as a these... Drunk, as a drunk, a sloppy drunk. We've seen you on the TV machine, Rudy. We I know you I drink. I don't know how inebriated he was. I mean, all they need to do at this point is, in terms of him, they should show these are the people that are... That are saying the president mm-hmm. are, you know, that it, these aren't Democrats and put up Bill Barr and you put up his resume and Stepien's resume and the head of his math team's resume and Chris uh, Krebs, the guy who's head of cybersecurity mm-hmm. and list their CV, graduated this, da, 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 and then show a picture of Rudy Giuliani talking mm-hmm. with hair dye running down his face and farting yeah. and saying, this is the guy. He's Because at some point, I don't know if it matters whether Trump really believes it or not. I think there's actually. I don't think it matters whether because if he do, if he doesn't, then they have to plead insanity. No, if he doesn't, it's not okay. So if what, you're pleading that he didn't know the difference between right and wrong, then you have to make an insanity plea. That's different. The the what he wants to say is what his defense was going to be, which they are slowly showing he will not be able to do. In fact, I have something written over here that's well, very like, interesting. He didn't believe all these guys that went to Ivy League schools and are brilliant and not drunk, and he believed this farting, hair-dying mess over here. Well, he only wanted to believe what he wanted to believe. No, and he was, he was rep-shopping. You know, sometimes you'll yeah. call a company, and then you call back and get another rep to get the answer you want? Yeah. He was rep-shopping, but he had, you know... A, you know Thank you. The most, just the most depraved, drunken, idiot fanatical fools he could find that weren't, because Rudy knew that there was more money in this than him. If he loses, the spigot gets turned off. Right. And so he, he kept it going so he could charge his $20,000 a week and then not get paid. Well, and not to dry. And then, of course, a Sidney Powell fool. When I've been listening to lawyers talk about its consciousness of guilt, if he knew it, if he knew he had lost, which according to testimony, he was told repeatedly from Not November. just by people, by people that were professional specifically in this field, people that had run campaigns, people that knew advanced mathematics and statistics, mm-hmm. told him it's over. It's over. And he repeatedly, if he knew, he was told repeatedly, you didn't win, Buster. Because he knew that, anything on the big lie, he knew he was lying. Therefore, he is guilty of causing this insurrection. It's not that he believed he won and the, the election was stolen. He knew he didn't win. He knew he'd legally lost the election. He knew that. But even if he didn't win, even if he even if he was robbed, what he did was illegal. But there's a whole thing with the law. You go to court. But there's a thing with the law where he could say, look, I believed this to be true. Therefore, I was not instituting something wrong. I was not lying to anybody. Yada, yada. In fact, he also didn't want Mike Pence... <sighs> He tried to block Pence from hearing legal advice that would have warned against refusing to certify the results. Mm-hmm. This is new information. Um, 
and then also with Jeffrey Clark, I just read that, it's over here somewhere. He's the guy that he tried to, was he the guy, was he the attorney general or was he the guy that they tried, oh, the Clark memo, he was the guy he tried to put in right. as attorney general to Right, 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 right. Um, hold on, uh, where is it? Who was the guy that would, that stepped in, who actually kept a measure of, of calm after Barr stepped down? Jeffrey... Rosen. Jeffrey Rosen, got it. Wasn't that it? Thank you, yeah. Um, he... Uh, maybe not Jeffrey, but Rosen, yes. When he, when he, uh, there was a huge problem between Rose, uh, between Donahue and Donahue or Donahue, Donahue, is that right? Um, and Jeffrey Clark. Basically, he told Trump, Clark is, he's never been a criminal attorney. He's just done environmental law. And so he was arguing, you know, he told Trump, he goes, you can't have this person. His stooge be attorney general. Be your AG because he's just not. I know it just, qualified. Yeah, he's not qualified to do the job that's necessary. And if you do appoint him, um, we're all quitting. And Trump literally—I God, if I can find it. Where are you? Darn it! Trump literally told Clark, "Look, I appreciate you doing this and wanting to do this, but if they all walk, it doesn't look good." Which sounds to me like he knew what was a good idea, what was a bad idea. And he listened to Donahue and, and went, okay, I can't let my entire Justice Department walk. Because then, because uh, uh, Donahue basically told him, look, you appointed all of these people. You sent them to the Senate. They got approved. If we all walk, what do you think that looks like? And for him, it's all about look. The thing is, but does he even care at this point what it looks like? He'll just lie, tell he people about something else, tell them he must have, but it's unusual for him because usually he just spins a narrative as to how it's favored to him and they're fake news or they're this or they're Trump haters or whatever it is, and he just he just keeps rolling forward. Well, in this instance— There's a relentlessness to him that's, that's kind of hard to fathom. Well, yeah, but in this instance, he definitely— um, knew it would look so bad with an, an entire department well, walking. You, it doesn't, it ceases to function. Right. And that was he, and he understood that. So when people say, oh, he's an idiot. Like criminals get released because they don't get their, they don't get their timely, whatever that, you know, you have to be, you, you have a right. I don't know what amendment it is, a right to a speedy, speedy trial. trial. And they, they, you know, all of a sudden, if it's, your entire apartment collapses, people are going to be demanding their trials immediately. Right. And they, uh, and he, he knew that he knew it. And, and so for when people say he was incompetent, perhaps in a lot of things, but the man understands visual, he understands marketing, he mm -hmm. understands how to sell himself. The optics. And he, yeah, that, that's the word. And he, see, you have the words. Um, Me, English, good. Me, English, good. Um, yes, here it is. Da, 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 da. It was Jeffrey Clark and Donahue. Yeah. This is, I gotta, I gotta read you what, what Trump said. He said, according to the report, Trump turned to Clark and told him, quote, I appreciate your willingness to do it, be, becoming the AG or the acting AG. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being willing to suffer the abuse, but the reality is you're not going to get anything done. These guys are going to quit. Everyone else is going to resign. It's going to be a disaster. Remind me who Eastman was. John Eastman was another lawyer that came up with the, uh, the way to successfully legally do the coup. He was the one who spoke at the rally as well. I don't know if Eastman smoked. You're t are you he's thinking Mo Brooks? No, 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 no. He's got a hat. and he's, Yeah, Eastman spoke of the route. Okay. Um, he said, the bureaucracy will eat you alive. Mm -hmm. uh, and no matter how much you want to get things done in the next few weeks, you won't be able to get it done, and it's not going to be worth the breakage. He knew. Well, he was told by someone who he finally believed. Well, he someone was told by Donahue. Someone laid it out to him, this is, why it's, uh, this is how it's going to shake down, because these people have told me this is what's going to happen. Right. We're going to walk. It's going to be, it's going to make the Saturday These are all people that are capable of getting good jobs. Yes. Especially if they quit. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, 
yesterday we learned some new stuff, but you know, and everybody's like, Oh, you know, we're learning from, you know, Bill Barr. Bill Barr's no hero kids. Not by any stretch of the imagination. No, he, he's on a, he's on a, a tour uh, to Book rebuild tour. his reputation, trying to rebuild his reputation, saying, "See, I was the adult in the room." It's like, no, dude, no, you weren't. You were the clown that that misrepresented the Mueller report and made it seem like Trump hadn't committed at least ten crimes. Right, and and then you could have said all of this stuff. You could have testified at the impeachment hearing in January. No, he tr- he was using Trump more than Trump was using him. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I mean, you know, I'm glad that he fulfilled his subpoena. You know, and went and and testified to the the hearing committee. He couldn't not. <laughs> he couldn't. He's, he's a lawyer. He's institutionalist. Yeah. And Even if he is a, a backer of the unitary authority uh, executive. Right. Theory, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's definitely that, that guy. All the power should be coalesced around one person. Mm-hmm. They love fascists, man. I don't get it. I know. I don't get it either. Um, my favorite though is how Trump dealt with Ivanka. After they showed he did, her, he didn't smash her as hard as I thought. He said she didn't know; she was already gone. What is it? What is he going to say? He, checked, she, he said she She's checked a, out. He said she had checked out already. But the but what, what was interesting was he didn't say Ivanka. He said Ivanka Trump. <laughs> I can't remember the number of times I referred to my daughter as Audrey Shockett. I'll tell, <laughs> let me tell you something, Audrey Shockett. <laughs> that Audrey is a Shockett, fine, fine citizen. She's a fine, upstanding young lady. Um, yeah, I thought it was you know as soon as they showed her saying no, I knew he lost basically because I respect Bill Barr. I was like, oh. I accepted it. I yeah, accepted, I accepted his, his opinion. opinion of this, and I yeah. As soon as she said that, I tweeted out going, oh, she's the new coffee girl. Well, she's yeah. She's got longer to live on this planet than he does. She has to live, and she's still trying to get into the Vanity Fair party. Well, well, <laughs> or not, Fashion Week. She doesn't get tickets to that anymore. Well, and the other thing is... Girl can dream. <laughs> the the thing that people were pointing out, oh, she's out of the will. She doesn't need daddy's money anymore. She has enough legally, no. let alone the illegal gotten no, they gains that they have. $640 million in, those, in those four years, and Jared just says, had put $2 billion. some sort of sovereign wealth fund Which they are looking into murderer. that. They are looking into that. But even if even if you take the 640 and the $2 billion away, they came into the office with, with $80, $80 million. You're doing okay. Apparently, all three of the kids, their net worth was around $150 million, unless they were lying about that but they still had 100 million and it, but the boys do work for daddy yeah so they need daddy's love and support and money they need his money especially don apparently, Jr. apparently kimberly guilfoyle newsom needed 60 grand to speak for two minutes for two and a half minutes which is by the way the money that was donated to the election defense election defense fund 250 million dollars is there when is it when are we going to see uh, state's attorney generals attorneys general or a class action suits on behalf of Trump supporters who donated money to that fund and it wasn't used in the way that it was. That's fraud. It is fraud in all 50 that's states. That's no different than the Build the Wall Fund. Absolutely. That went into, uh, what's it, that he needed to be pardoned for. Mm-hmm. No, it's absolutely that. Bannon, and I think Steve there Bannon. will be, yeah, Steve Bannon. I think that some attorneys, uh, some people, depending on the state, will bring some up Some attorney these, generals? Some attorneys general um, will bring, back that, bring the up the it's lawsuit. Like Carl's Jr. Sure, it's not Carl Jr.'s? I always thought that was weird. Carl's Jr. Yeah, That's easier backwards. to say. Mm. Hardee's. Um, <laughs> let's but stick with it. Let's go with Hardee's. It's the same company. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Um, people back east do. Um, and in the south. I think there, that some, um, some folks at the state level will start bringing these lawsuits. Because, okay, so Tom Hartman, who I listen to, as you know, um, he's on... Donald Trump's email list because he donated five dollars. I donated one dollar. Yeah, he donated five dollars as Fred Flintstone. So Fred Flintstone was getting all of these emails. Oh, I told you I donated one dollar as David Shockett, yeah, right? So I, I could see my name. So you could see your name the across the thing. So what he pointed out, uh, God, over a year ago was that he kept he was getting up to twenty five emails a day, which they did present yesterday in the in the hearing, 
And the thing on the landing page, when you go to donate your money, mm-hmm. you had to uncheck the, a recurring, recurring donation. That, donation. No, no, they, had, they had to refund millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like some people, I mean, their bank accounts were drained. Because they they didn't have a lot of money. Well, they didn't find out until they were balancing checks, so they got a call from their bank saying, you don't have money to cover this, and they realized, oh, I'm giving $75 a month? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very... uh, Or, God forbid, they made a $250 donation, and that became reoccurring. Right. You know, I mean, that's a lot of money. Even 50 bucks, you know? I want to give the man $50 to stop this deal. And then the, the whole fake charity. Then there's that. I mean, at least the SAP pack is a real pack where he can take the money but that that charity that they supposedly are raising money for new um and that will be hopefully there will be some class action lawsuits because that can at least get some people's hopefully the rubes are hearing some of the rubes are hearing this um hopefully we don't, need, we, we don't need a lot we need a million yeah we don't need a whole million. yeah we don't need a whole lot i'm just you know, obviously, we know what's facing us for the uh, midterms, but I'm I'm listening to these people go back and forth about this uh, the new gun legislation out of Evaldi. Yeah, let's go with and, that. And I'm fuming about it, man. It's just they're doing it to us again. Okay, first of all, I mean, if this was a mental health package, that'd be fine. We're we're desperately in need of an upgrade to our mental health care system. People access to it, being able to identify it. And it's it's one of the biggest unspoken. I mean, it's like cancer. Right. It's like you know, if you had cancer, would you ignore it? No, it's mental health, so people ignore it. If it were, this were a mental health bill, great, thirty billion dollars, that is great. But this doesn't do anything about ages twenty one. But first of all, it shouldn't be twenty one. We should be talking about an assault weapons ban, right? And they've done it to it again. Done us to it again. They've done it to us where they've hijacked the narrative, and now it's like, oh no, we, you know, don't throw me in the briar patch or whatever that thing was from the thing. Or don't do that to me. It's like, don't make it twenty one. First of all. It should be there should be a ban at the very least. It should be twenty five. You need to be twenty five to sit in Congress. You should need to be twenty five. We do put ages on things that are above eighteen in this country. And now when we finally well, you can't get have 20, a handgun unless you're twenty one. When we finally get twenty one for this, they're going to say, "Oh, look at the great look at the the great concession we made. We're great compromisers." There's nothing about bat universal background checks in there. There's no, there's no age requirements on the guns. This isn't going to save. I don't think one kid child from getting their brains splattered out all over the chalkboard in their classroom. And it also neutralizes this issue as a, as a, a midterm issue, which is exactly what Mitch McConnell wanted to do. They've, they've, they've tied us up in knots again. I don't, why are they so much better at this than we are? But they, we, we completely screwed the pooch on this. They've gotten the better of this on every... I mean, if you disagree, you're blinking your eyes like you're in a hostage video. But what are we getting out of this? Because it seems like they're getting 10 times more out of this than we are. Okay, first off, the House did pass... The chair pass, recognizes Jody. The House did pass a good bill. Include, and Adam Kinzinger was one of the people in the Republican side that voted for it. The velociraptor known as Liz Cheney did not, because she's awful. She's only good for the panel. That's it. Um, and the, a rhino, so she's extinct as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens in Wyoming. I think she's behind in that race. She's like behind outside right Outside the margin of she, error. She's, she's behind right now. Um, but it's a statewide election because they only have the one representative, so it'll be interesting. I hate to go too far, of course, but she's going to run in 2024, and she's going to pull a reverse Trump. While Trump won last time because it was him against 16 establishment Republicans, she's going to be the establishment Republican a Republican running against 16 Trumpers. No, and she's Kinzinger's find, running, for sure. And she, they're both, but they're both going to find a lane. Yeah. Um, uh, homework. And I think one of them's going to be vice president if the other one isn't. 
Well, okay, so... Because they could carve out 20% easily, or 25%, and then the other 15 people running are going to have to fight over the 75%. That's what Trump did last time. He won with 25%. Yeah. So as far as the, the gun bill is concerned, that they are negotiating in the Senate... Okay. Nothing about background checks, correct? I believe there is some sort of, and there is a wiggle room between 18 and 21. um, And yes, there is no assault ban. I want, I want to ban all semi-automatic weapons, whether it's a rifle, a long gun or a handgun. It's semi-automatic. All you have to do is pull a trigger. Or make it incredibly difficult to get one. Yeah. Make it. You have to go to gun safety class. You have to have insurance for the gun. You have yeah. to prove that it, it's it's locked. It has a locking mechanism for whatever. Make it at least as difficult as, as owning a car. Mm-hmm. But see, it's not in the Bill of Rights owning a car. That's the argument. But regardless, this bill in the Senate that, by the way, has yet to be written, it could still fall apart. Okay. I mean, an AR-15 is as different from a musket as an atom bomb is from an AR-15. I agree. Um, but even with these modest changes in the law. They, is it worth losing it as a campaign issue? No, because here's the deal. Maybe they get those 10 senators to vote with the... They still won't vote for the bill. They just won't, they, they just won't filibuster it. We're not, we're not going to get any Republican votes on this. If they do, if the 10 that are negotiating... There's 20 people negotiating it, okay? 10 Democrats, 10 Republicans. If the 10 Republicans that are negotiating vote for the bill to... You mean allow it to get to the floor or vote for it? They don't vote need- for it. Just, just I don't think they're going to vote for it. Well, fine. Then we hang it over their heads. We hang it, it around them like matter. a noose. It doesn't matter. That won't be a matter. If as long as it passes, it's not going to matter. How can it no pass vote. without 60 votes? It can't. No, they just it'll pass on a 51 vote once it's once it's gotten to the floor and once it's once it's not been filibustered. No, they're, only, they're going to agree not to filibuster it. And if they don't vote for it, then you hang it on them like an albatross. I mean, you hang it on them. I'm as not in, sure. I'm not sure that really works. No, you do. Because okay. you go, look, this is what we got in the House. These are the Republicans that voted for it in the House. Good for them. They're helping your children out. But it had to go to the Senate. This is what the Senate passed with, say, only 51 votes. It might be 10 people that aren't running for re-election this time. It might not Most matter. Most of the people that are on that committee, uh, on that group, are not running for re-election or are retiring. Fine. There are 40 other senators that are going to vote it down. Hang it on their necks. Hang it we'll on see. them. Hang it on them because you know what? Okay, these 10 people, they don't have anything to lose by voting for it should they d- decide to do that because this guy's retiring and that guy's not running until 20. Then you hang it on the other 40. It feels like a net loss to me. You it hang it like on the other ones that are running. The minor changes that we're getting. That does no help. Universal. There are statistics that shows that if these laws were in place the past 10 years, hundreds of lives would have been saved we already. Need, okay, we need to go. I mean, I just think we need to go to war over this. We, uh, okay, you got to think long game. You know I'm, how I'm, long th- I'm ago? I'm thinking November right now. I understand, but you it's incremental is the only way this is going to happen. Remember in 1970, I don't know, Sadly, three, yes. um, when Roe became law, mm-hmm. it's taken them 50 years to get rid of it. They tried to get rid of it immediately. Well, here's my it's thing about guns. Game. It's like, well, there's already here. First of all, somebody should be making the argument that, like, when we had forever, it was so. Well, there's 300 million guns in this country. There's, there's 400 three, million. There's 300 million guns was the argument. And it's like, you know, we need more guns. Well, guess what? Now we have 400 million guns, and we have more shootings. So who's ever arguing that we need more guns? Well, no, I mean, the the whole good guy with the gun thing was blown out the water in Uvalde. It's or Parkland. Right. And uh, but more specifically, Uvalde, because these were 19, 19 good guys with guns right. who were professionally trained mm-hmm. good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't work, but, uh, God, I forgot the point it's I okay. It's, it's, I understand the, the, 
Yes, I no, want. I, I want, know what it is. Okay, the gun, we're never going to get rid of these guns. It's like, so why, why try to get rid of the guns? It's point of man. Well, here's the thing. It took us four. We're not going to get rid of these guns tomorrow. No. It took us forty years to get into the problem. It's going to take us twenty or thirty years to get out of yeah. it. We have to accept that first of all, because first of all, we have to stop this whole thing with guns are cool. Like right. There's kind of perception that there's a, there's like a cool smoking. thing on guns, or they're collector's items. I mean, they're cool things to look at, and they, they're, they're fascinatingly interesting machines, what a gun is. But we have to make it, it like, we have to make them pariahs in popular culture. Like smoking. And that's, yes, totally like smoking. And that's going to take 10 or 15 or 20 years. At least. Where it's not cool to have a gun. Right. Where it's not this thing that I see in the movie with the guy holding to the shot and bam, 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 bam. Right. You know, it's not like that. And once we change cultural perception of what a gun is, then we will start being able to weed these guns out. But yeah, it took us 40 years to get in this mess. We're not going to get out of it in, in 40 weeks. Well, and the assault weapons ban has only been uh, what are the lifted statistics? since 2005. I what think. are the statistics on the increase in violence after the assault weapons ban? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. So that's, that's not just but I mean, proof. And the, the, the other thing is, is, is this bill that they're discussing that may or may not happen in the Senate does address other things besides just weapons of mass destruction like an AR-15. It, it does. It's suicides. I mean, people die of suicide. People die well, of... I get it. And the mental health know. component of this is, is, is impressive, and it's something that's been long overdue. And it's not just that. I mean, it's, 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 to me, you have to be 21 to have a handgun, but not an AR-15, mm-hmm. which can kill more people. I, I, Nobody does. It doesn't matter. You, you need 10 people bought off to keep that from happening, and that's what's happened. Maybe, and, maybe 20. And we hang it on their necks. We do. You're not the party of pro-life. You're the party of death. End of statement. But I mean, it would have been a nice, GOP death it would have party. Been a nice uh, you know, double-edged sword to, to hit them with, with between Roe and guns in well, November. Well, hi, Supreme Court's coming down with a gun ruling along with the Roe ruling in the next few weeks. Which, which case are they ruling on? The New York case. Oh, about whether they can ban concealed... No, what it's, is it? I think it was a concealed carry thing and that, that New York... The way you get that license is you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get it, and I most likely they're going to say that that's not constitutional. Most likely that law in New York will be thrown out, along with the right for women to have autonomy over their bodies. Um, and so we do ha- you do have to accept a little bit at a time right now because that's all we're going to get. Okay, And if it looks, you know what, if they pass this bill just so they look good, Fine, we're getting something done, and we'll get more done. This is another reason to tell people, okay, you like that bill? Guess what we can do? Because 90% of us want better things than what these that bill. The House bill was a good bill. It was a good bill. Two, two Democrats voted it down, and five Republicans voted for it. And Kurt Trader will no longer be in Oregon anyway, so f- <gasps> Oh, Jody. Oh, my. I'm a bad girl. Um. So he's, uh, he lost his primary to a progressive. What else? Um, what do you want? <laughs> so did you hear about the... Uh, the, the one about... The one about uh, in Idaho? The Patriot front, front guys? How many of those guys, groups of guys have they not caught? Well, this was 31. They uh, were going to disrupt a pride... Uh, a pride event. Event of some uh-huh. sort? Yeah, they, uh, they were in a U-Haul, as they are wont to do. And did they bring their, boa, their feather boas? They 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 were they were turned in by a concerned citizen, so probably somebody that knew one of them, because mm-hmm. they were not all from Idaho. They came from all over. Um, They're gay people in Idaho. Yeah, there are. There ought to be a law. The tipster saw the members loading into the truck with masks and shields. They found shin. The cops found shin guards, at least one smoke bomb, 
an operations plan. Um, they wore armbands and hat patches saying Patriot Front. Aw, aren't they cute? Sounds pretty gay. They're so cute. <laughs> they came to riot. Maybe they were going in costume. Maybe it was like a, just a, a village people thing. Maybe. Um, but what's interesting is... I'll be the judge of that. Uh, one Patriot Front member was kicked out of his mom's house. Oh, shucks. After this, after he got arrested. You know, when I see the word Patriot on somebody's... You That's know, the last thing I think they are. I, all I think of is racist. Yeah. Nowadays. They've 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 uh, bastardized they've the word. Yeah, they they've made it a bad word. Adulterated it. Um, the mother Karen Amston, the mother of Jared Michael Boyce, told the Daily Beast that her son had struggled since his father left their family and came out as gay, and said she was going public in hopes of damaging her son's reputation in the group and finally cutting ties with white nationalists. So he's a gay going to a pride a gay event. Gay God, think about the self-loathing that's, that's that's in the stew that's going on inside that guy's head. Yeah, he he was kicked out of her house after his arrest. So a latent, self-loathing homosexual white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Do I have that right? Yes. Okay, cool. You do. You do. She said, I would love to do whatever I can to out him as I a Patriot front member Halloween. so that he can't be a part of it and that they don't want him to be a part of their group because his mom oh, has loose they, lips. they're like a no f- uh, allowed uh-huh. kind of people. Oh, yeah. No F words allowed. Absolutely. Um, and she said uh, he vowed to remain with the group. I after- am a member of a group that only allows <laughs> Fs. Um, she said uh, after he was released from jail, he said he wanted to stay in the group. So she said, I told him, well, you can't live here. You can't choose between Patriot Front and your family. And he's like, well, I can't quit Patriot Front. I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay, well, you cool. just chosen. So pack your stuff and get out of my house. And don't bring your laundry here on Mondays. Good for mom. You know, it's an like Idaho mom. an Idaho mom. You know, good for her. Because Remember when you just used to think about potatoes when you thought about Idaho, like the good old days? The good old days. The good old days. Um, yeah, I mean. Potatoes. Potatoes. So Ginny Thomas, who will not be questioned, apparently, at the committee. I heard that there was some vigorous debate over that. I'm sure there was. Is there anything illegal about what she's doing? Is, is she not? Is, what is she doing that's above she's a and witness. beyond her First Amendment rights? She's a witness with the text messages with Mark Meadows that could have been coordinating. Okay, but a lot of people already text messages thousands of people. Like, does her level of pedigree, importance, her position being a Supreme Court justice wife, does that is that part of the metric yes. to determine how yes. consequential somebody is and how? Uh, well, yeah, because she had an ear to the president. I mean, you know, she literally was texting or his chief of staff. Yeah, you know, um, but she pressed twenty nine Arizona lawmakers to help individually, over- uh-huh. not like a group text. Like, hey, gang. Yep. Yep. Uh, 27 more than we knew uh, before. She's gross. Um, she, she did sign a letter that was going around. And so that's the argument is, oh, she just signed a form letter. No. And, we, and the only reason we know about the text messages is what Mark Meadows already turned over. She should be questioned, I think. That's me. And that's a uh, uh, rude pundit was saying today that the reason she won't be is because she is part of the conservative movement that people like Liz Cheney want to bring back to get rid of the Trumpers. Oh, you're never going to get some like those guys back. Jenny Thomas. She's nuts. Oh yeah. She's nuts. She like was insane. in a cult. She was in a cult originally. She was the one that called, uh, Anita Hill and asked her if she wanted to apologize. She's drunk when she called her too. Drunk dialing. Drunk so dialing. she's drunk dialing. She and she and Rudy. Um, she, was, she was drunk dialing Jenny. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, by the Hill. way, you can you can fat shame and ugly shame people at this point. If you if they're going to go around and call people just randomly as a default insult, pedophiles, mm-hmm. child rapists mm-hmm. with no evidence, mm-hmm. no more evidence than if they jaywalked, mm-hmm. you have forfeited your right 
not to be called fat or ugly or a slob like Donald Trump. Sorry. But, I agree. You know, I'm, I'm yanking that card officially. Oh, oh, other thing. I had a question for you. Because that's an insidious thing, that pedo thing. Who do you think are the other James law- Madison. Are the other lawmakers besides Scott Perry who are seeking pardons? And do we think Jared Kushner gave them up? Uh, just when he's talking about, well, I was working on pardons, isn't that the president's job? Like, who the fuck are you to be deciding on who gets a pardon and who doesn't? Um, oh, he's, he's probably getting, he's probably cashing in on that, first of all. Second, second of all, um, do you know, and you're quizzing me? Well, Scott Perry, we know he sought one. Yeah, he's gross. Um, all these people are gross. I'm, I'm going to stop saying that. The, the I, Gosar, probably. Okay. Jim Jordan, probably. Jim Jordan was. I heard Jim Jordan was. Maybe not, but... We don't know yet. We, no names have been named besides Scott Perry. He needs a lot of pardons, Perry. I think. Yeah, and that's the question that I had for uh, and Kirshner last week. I don't think Clooney would be producing this documentary on the Ohio State wrestling rape scandal. The Ohio State. If it was just uh, just to as a political hit job. There's probably a real deep story here. I'm almost I'm like, sure there almost is. Almost like a girls' gymnastics team. Not to that extent, but there, there might be a... Re- He's not like he's a serious guy. He's a filmmaker, as a storyteller, oh, as yeah. an artist. Clooney. I thought you were talking about Jim Jordan there for a second. <laughs> no, he's an excellent wrestler, though. Right. Um, Whatever. I think that there is, like, there has to be real dramatic and societal merit, and he wouldn't do this just as a fun hit job. Right. Like, I, no, I no, think no, that no. That's gonna, not, I think there's going to be something shocking and astonishing and and compelling about whatever this this documentary ends up being. It's not just going to be I have a lot of money and I'm funny and haha. I'm going to troll him with a documentary. Oh, he, I agree. I don't think George Clooney's that guy. I agree. I'm that guy. Oh, totally am I. <laughs> uh, no, I agree completely that that he wouldn't do that just for political points. Because it's a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and these boys... Like, there's really a story here. There's, there was trauma that these boys went through. And that their coach turned a blind They're gonna eye to. They're going to lose scholarship. They're going to lose their career. I mean, it's like, you, you think about it. These are big grown men. It's like, you can be cowed... Like that. I mean, think about all the people that were cow- that you would think would be serious people that would tell Donald to go fuck himself mm-hmm. and don't do that because they were, they were, I look at this fat, gross slob and I just like, in terms of cult leading, whether it's like, you know, you're a motivational speaker, whether you're Tom Cruise in Scientology, whether you're Charles Manson, whether you're Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like these, these people all have a charisma to them and they're smart and they're eloquent and they're compelling. I mean, how you get sucked in to a cult led by this fat, gross slob, this more ignorant slob. Like, how is this the guy you pick to become blindly allegiant to? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I have a feeling that once he got into office, because there were some people that supported him prior to that, but once he got in and you have your Ted Cruz's and your Lindsey Graham's and others all of a sudden becoming vocal Sycophants. support, vocal, vocally supportive of him, FBI backgrounds, man, you know, he had... It's Nixon-esque in that sense. Oh, got it. He had everybody by the balls. Yeah. Um, I think he knows things that the pub, that Ted Cruz well, doesn't want us to know about, that like Lindsey Graham that, doesn't want us to know about. Well, I, the thing that Lindsey Graham is worried about, to me, just seems so 1980. Like, who gives it? Well, he's if you, old. If, if you're like, you know, if you're like, guys, no one cares. How long did it take I'd Barry like Manilow to come out? It took Barry Manilow how long? Wait a minute. I didn't think he... Oh, is he out finally? He finally came out, like, the last two years, you know? And it's like, Liberace seriously? gay? What? Who saw that coming? He loved the... La- ladies loved him. Who saw that coming? Um, so, I mean, you know, it's it's a certain generation where it's so. still considered like, bad, mm-hmm. which is sad. You know, it's just, just sad. And by the way, going back to the gun thing, David Hogg is find something is starting to get done. And this is a kid who was traumatized True. from Parkland. So, and he's, 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 he's becoming 
a more sophisticated smart and eloquent kid. advocate for the issue. He was good begin with, to begin with. He's a smart kid to begin with, but he's really, really refined, not just his message, but his game. He's a smart kid. Yeah. And he, but I mean, smart works on a lot of levels. Like his, his EQ is now up with his IQ. Right. And he's, he's, he's measured. He's not like this radical, not like this young kind of kid with all this frenet. A lot of times kids have this, even have this frenetic energy. Like I've always been very impressed by uh, Greta a Thunberg. Thunberg. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's like people are dismissing her because she's 14, 15, 16. I went to school with 14 or 15-year-olds that were smarter than the smartest grown-ups I know now. Mm-hmm. It's like just because you're 14 or 15 doesn't disqualify you. And David DeHogg's game, has, is, he's refined it yes. in a way that's very impressive. I agree. Like he's going to be part of the national dialogue for as long as I'm alive. Yes. And and the fact that he is, he is pleased with the Senate's so far... If it okay. goes through, he's like, you know what? He's got his ear to the ground way more than I do. That's and, only because I'm old and I can't bend over. <laughs> but he realizes you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if we can't get the AR-15 banned at this moment in time, we will. And that's the other argument. Look, you guys like this bill. We can make a better one if you give me 10 Democrats in the in the Senate. Give me 10 more Democrats. I will get you a better bill. Give me, let's hold Is the it, House. Okay, just a quick impulse. Answer this question as quickly as you can. Is November for the House going to be a bloodbath? Yes or no? No. Oh, oh okay. Because is Kevin McCarthy going to be holding the gavel? No. Wow. No. Is someone? Is a Republican other than Kevin McCarthy going to be holding the gavel? No. If the Republicans do take over the House, is Kevin McCarthy going to be the Speaker? No. It would be Jim Jordan if they took over. Oh, you think so? If he wins, God. Or Donald Trump? Because you don't have to be a member of the House to be the Speaker. That won't happen. Um, You think they really want that douche lording over them? He already does lord over them. I mean, but like every day, like in an office, he won't be. He wouldn't go to work. Um, uh, he wouldn't want the job because it's an actual job. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd just want it because he'd second in line. That's the only reason he would want it. And then they'd run somebody and they'd be forced to resign and make him. Exactly. That's, that would, that they'd would run be. run Donald Jr. and Ivanka? Yeah. They'd do something. But no, I think, I think because people are pointing this out and I, I agree with it is all the votes that have been taken right now, uh, build back better, uh, mm-hmm. Gasoline price gouging, all I, this are stuff. Are people paying enough attention to it's that? Not yet. They don't pay attention till October. I just feel you like know a, that they don't pay attention until they're about to vote. Gas you know prices, that. inflation, Biden. Is Biden too old to run in twenty twenty four? In your opinion, right now, if you had to make a call, no. I say yes. Well, um, I think that, that no, I've been a bit, I've been a supporter of his since eighty eight. I supported I, him the first time he ran. I think that that. Um, I think we have a shot at holding the house and maybe getting some new seats, and we have a shot Jesus, at. Jesus, I don't know what math you're looking at, but okay. It's so early. We haven't even finished the primaries. Okay. You've got to understand that Roe has not been decided yet. It will be decided and hung around Republicans' necks. They're the pro-death party. End of statement. I get it. They are, and no, you just and hang it on see, their necks. Let's see how all these Trump candidates do in the, in the primaries. If, if Trump can get all these extreme right wingers into general elections for us, you know. There's a, I guess there's a Hail Mary to be had, but we'll see. Well, I know that progressives are winning in there. A lot of progressives there's, won. You know, 435 um, races to be held. Yeah, but only some of them are nail biters. 20% of them. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's what the, see, that's what they can show is, look, we passed these bills. That guy I'm running against, say you're running a uh, Democrat's running against an incumbent Republican. He voted down 
child tax credits. He voted down the gun legislation bill. He, do, he or she, you know what I mean? You have votes now that these guys, when they're complaining about inflation and gas prices MAGA, and all of that. socialism, make America great, socialism, socialism, let's make America great, inflation. I mean, that's all they're going to run about. That's all they're going to run on. And they're lying about doing anything. They can't blame Biden when they're voting against stuff that'll help. I just, I just think it's gotten so, that space is so noisy. I'm not sure anything gets through anymore. No, the, you're not living in those places. Okay. You don't watch, I don't watch political For commercials. For the love of the baby Jesus, I hope you're right. What is that? That's new. I haven't read it yet. This okay. This is homework. This is okay. my homework. Okay. See all this homework I have to do? Yeah. I have lots to read. I have to okay. get up at three. Oh, is that for tomorrow? Uh-huh. It's just for tomorrow before I leave for Palm Springs. Um, all right. So um, we have something fun. I'll be the judge of that. It's creepy. Skynet is here. Thank you, Travis Bone, for producing today's show. Go for it. No, we're going to do this in the Patreon stuff. This is for the paid people. Oh, got it. Uh, <laughs> they've earned They've it. earned this extra juice. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we will talk at you next week. I think with Sean, I haven't talked to him about it. So, you know, you'll know when we get here. Oh, all right.